0: From the Kiss 92 5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Oh, you run. Ladies and gentlemen.
1: This is Roz yes. and Mocha.
0: <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going
2: on? Hey, I'm Sean Mendez. This is
3: Selena Gomez. Drizzy Drake. Taylor Swift. Malone. Camila Cabello. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Right here. Turn up. My, my boys Roz, Roz and, and mocha. mocha. The Roz and Mocha
2: Show. I can see it. Uh, now, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz.
3: Mocha. Roz? I keep Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Oh.
0: You you this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast,
1: powered by Air
4: uh, How many times can you use a towel before you wash it? That's the question. How many times can you use a towel before you wash it? Before you actually start rubbing bacteria and mold all over your body? Fourteen. Fourteen times says Mocha. Maury, what do you say? I say two weeks. Two. What? But how many times? No, how many times? How many this times? Is 5,
5: uh, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15,
4: 20 times. 20 times, Maury says. Uh, and this is assuming that you hang the towel up after you use it, that you're yes. not leaving a wet towel on the ground. Yeah. Uh, the magic number, according to experts, is three. <gasps> three? No. Oh. Three. three. Bacteria times? molds start growing each time a towel gets damp, hanging it up, to dry does slow, slow the process down, uh, but it does not stop it. Once you've used the same towel three times, it hits a tipping point, they say, and after that, you are basically rubbing bacteria and mold all over your body. So three showers, use the towel, then the towel goes Even in the, if you use soap uh, and,
5: and everything and your body is clean, you're rubbing it's not, a clean No, 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 towel? It's, not, it's
4: not dirt. It's water. It's wet. It's getting it wet. It's not, you're not getting it dirty. You're getting it wet. That's where mold grows. Well, that is ridiculous. But that's the three truth. Three times, I know. Yeah, like, three come on. times. Damn. Fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> you threw that number out real fast, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> Fourteen. <laughs> I don't have any reason for giving that number specifically.
0: <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
2: Were you following along on Twitter Sunday night when everyone was dragging Shaka Khan?
4: Yeah, I saw. Uh, I don't have a lot of interest in taking part in people dragging Shaka Khan, to be honest with you. So I saw it happening, and I decided that it was not the place for me.
2: So Sunday night in Chicago, it was the uh, NBA All-Star Game. Right. And right before the game started, Shaka Khan was out there singing the national anthem. And before, I'll just read you one tweet mm-hmm. reaction and then I'm going to play you what okay. Shaka Khan sounded like. Shaka Khan is an icon. No slander will be tolerated. Not this Black History Month. Okay. Oh,
6: see, can you see that Not bad so far. At the twilight less we but then whose broad stripes and dried so here <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: yeah somebody said shaka khan singing like you're drunk on auntie on christmas <laughs> yeah. you know it's just like it's when you know every now and then somebody in life just tells you and they're just like you know what just go ahead and make it your own <laughs> just go and do your own thing that I fly. There's just certain things you don't mess with. Yeah. Because people need to be able to sing along. Also, don't drag this out too long, man. So, for an all star game, you can't take five minutes to do the anthem. Like, she should have been wrapped up by now. Like, I don't know what melody she's singing right now. Her own. Yeah. But it's not like. wait, wait. But like it's not like her voice is cracking or she's a terrible singer. She's just singing all the wrong notes.
2: <laughs> the song's still not done.
4: <laughs> <laughs> At this point, he's just yelling. You know what? Like she sounds like somebody who learned how to sing the Star Spangled Banner from a book. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Or just like little arrows <laughs> that tell you when to go yeah. up and down. Well, like this party, there's like three <laughs> words left. <laughs> Okay, but it's it, like she's it's was it bad? Yes. Was it embarrassing? I don't know if it's embarrassing because she it's not like she was pitchy. Like other people have been really pitchy where they've done a terrible job at the anthem.
2: Somebody said Shaka Khan a legend and all, but that rendition of the anthem was ass. <laughs> Somebody else said, I love Shaka Khan, and she truly is I'm every woman. But it <laughs> sounded like all of those women were trying to come out during that performance. <laughs> And then, (laughs) and then people were like, "Yo, Shaka Khan giving Fergie a run for her money." And then the comparison of terrible national anthems between Shaka Khan and Fergie from a couple of years ago started popping up. And if you remember, oh right, yeah, how could you forget Fergie destroying the national anthem?
6: Trying
2: to make it like all sexy and stuff, right?
6: Early
4: <laughs> What's so bright? You hire Fergie, you're going to get Fergie <laughs> <hail> <laughs> at the
6: twine lights, last gleam, whose bright stripes and bright stars.
2: So then, some genius decided the to take. Fergie's national anthem and Shaka Khan's national anthem <laughs> no. and mash them up together oh, to make God it sake. sound like this. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
6: oh my God. Oh, God.
4: <laughs> this is a nightmare.
7: <laughs> Can you believe this is the same song?
4: Can you believe that? You know what I mean? And it's not oh only God. the same song, it's a song that they all grew up singing every day of their lives in school. So good. It's the same song. <laughs>
6: It's so good. Uh, (laughs) That's just
2: terrible. USA! USA! USA!
0: Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast.
2: So on Sunday night in Chicago, Shaka Khan performed the national anthem before the NBA All-Star Game. And it quickly went viral. Oof because people were comparing it and its terribleness to Fergie's national anthem from two years ago, also at the All-Star Game.
4: I will say this about the Shaka Khan one, okay? Is that like she sang like she was on key and her notes were like perfect. They were just all the wrong notes.
6: Oh, the <laughs> <rewashed>. <laughs> we're so gay Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Auntie Shaka. There's a lot of notes. They're just the wrong ones. And as I mentioned, everyone was comparing it to Fergie's.
6: Game <laughs> Okay.
2: I love Fergie, man. as soon as that Fergie one happened, a producer by the name of Suede the Remix God did the now famous Fergie remix. And part of the reason why it went famous is because there was footage of the Golden State Warriors in their dressing room doing a dance, listening to the song on somebody's phone.
6: (laughs) Yeah, this is so dope. <laughs> okay. So
2: this guy, swayed the remix god. He worked his magic again on uh, Shaka and did a remix oh, no. using Shaka Khan and her national anthem.
6: Okay. <laughs> you y'all, Yo, so hard. I love it. Shaka come. Ha. Tell me you're not into this now. I love
4: it. I love this.
6: Man. People are so
2: creative and so talented.
6: Yeah. <laughs> it's so good, it's so good. <laughs>
2: oh, poor <fur> guy. <laughs> they both got the remix treatment, and
4: they're both amazing.
0: Yeah, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
4: Remember Bandersnatch on uh, Netflix, Black Mirror? Oh yeah, the Choose Your Own Adventure choose your own adventure and since then there's been a lot of choose your own adventures on netflix i'll get to that in a second but the company who came out with the choose your own adventure books in the 80s yeah sued netflix (gasps) did they really and netflix officially last week lost their bid to dismiss the lawsuit whoa by the company who owns the trade right, the trademark to the popular children's book series Choose Your Own Adventure. And it wasn't so much that they let fans who watch the series choose their own adventure. It's because they make a reference in the actual movie Bandersnatch that they're basing this video game off those old Choose Your Own Adventure books. Right. So now this company's looking for twenty five million dollars.
0: They're going to get it. They'll get it easily. Crazy.
4: Yeah. They'll get it. But cause like, we, you said our name
2: in the show. Yeah,
4: I know. I know. It's <laughs> terrible. But cause what did we watch? We watched the captain underpants, choose your own adventure, huh? which is really that great. That, yeah? yeah. That just came out. Uh, and then we we're watching an episode of the bear grills. Choose your own adventure. He has uh, one now? last night. So bear grills, the sort of adventure travel ex military guy who drinks his own. wee. yeah. Um, survive in the
2: desert for 5 days with just a pencil.
4: Yeah, so he has his own choose your own adventure series. How do they do but, that? But though? it's all stuff cuz they film everything and uh. then you just get to click like which one you want and then that's the one that they run. So it's like rappel down a mountain or, you know, sk- jump. Nap under a tree. Or, yeah, jump, right? <laughs> it's yeah. it's like it's like sleep in the snow or find a cave or all this stuff, but with because it's Bear Grylls, it's every now and then they give you an option that you just, it's its impossible to not click. Like, it's impossible to not click. Okay, so we're watching one. an episode of Bear Grylls last night, and he's hungry. Uh-huh. And oh, so, no. so Bear Grylls is like, should I keep looking for food? And keep in mind, he's on a mountain, it's covered in snow. Okay. So his options are, I'm getting very hungry. Should I keep looking for food Uh to see what I can find? Don't say or eat my own arm. Or should I pull the undigested nuts out of this piece of bear feces and wash them off in the snow and eat those? Ah! Keep looking for food. (laughs) No. Nobody who's watching that show is going to click keep looking for food. I'm just saying, in... (laughs)
2: <laughs> like in reality, keep looking for food. Right, but, but yes, when you're watching Choose Your Own Adventure in the when, comfort of your own home. Yeah.
4: And so when you're watching Choose Your Own Adventure, in the comfort of your, the whole living room just goes, Oh, eat the bear poo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Go after them nuts. Right.
4: <laughs> and let me just say that Oh no, yeah, it was gross. After we had him eat the bear poo, uh-huh. the nuts out of the bear poo, um, like it's a whole process to clean off nuts on bear poo. And he uses his only water that he has to clean them. Oh, okay no. Oh. And it's a whole thing of like trying he goes through in detail of what it's like to try and wash feces off nuts before you eat them. I've 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 questions. <laughs> yes, all right? yes. Not to get too gross.
2: Yeah. But the poo obviously yeah. was like rock hard, I'm assuming. Somewhat, somewhat. Somewhat rock hard. Somewhat Did rock he hard. take his hands? Did he like have to break it into pieces to find the undigested
4: nuts? Yeah. How else are you gonna find them? So it's not like he picked it up and like took a bite no it's Bear grills. so he comes upon it yeah. and he's like oh picks it up look what we have here and he puts it up to the camera holding it with his hands with no gloves ah, and he's like this is bear scat and what you can sometimes find little treasures hidden inside the poo yeah. and what you find are little things like this which are undigested nuts now what we can do is we can clean these off and eat them or I can go keep looking for food keep and for everybody food. jumps over to the computer and goes eat the poo <laughs> eat the poo but you know what <laughs>
2: for him to know in detail what is inside bear poop. Yeah. He would have had to have done this before. Oh yes, and not just once. Oh no, many, many, many times. No, and
4: if you're not a fan of Bear Grylls, you know, like this is this is the man who goes walking through the desert, and to cool his head, he pees on his shirt and gets it wet, and then wraps it around his head, and then when he starts to get dehydrated, he squeezes the shirt and pours the pee into his mouth. (sighs) Refreshing, right? (laughs) Yeah. The
0: Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
2: Podcast. Option Plus, enhance your economy class. That is right. You can now get an Option Plus, an economy class with the extra benefits and services.
4: Yeah. So you can book this up to 24 hours before your departure and the benefits of booking Option Plus, you get an extra piece of baggage, which is huge, especially yeah. if you're like, oh man, you know what? The weather changed where we're going. That happens to me all the time where you're expecting one sort of climate or temperature and you realize, man, the week we book, the weather's going to kind of be crap and I am going to need to bring extra stuff just in case. So you get that extra piece of baggage, priority check-in at a dedicated check-in counter, priority boarding even in economy.
2: Nice. Complimentary seat selection, onboard perks. You get that baggage handling. Mm. Book now at airtransat.com. They have a sale happening right now and it ends at the end of March.
0: This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
4: I know embarrassment was trending on Saturday because they couldn't beat David Ayers. David Ayers, this story was so incredible. He's the like emergency relief goaltender slash Zamboni driver who I believe works for the Leafs organization that yep. then had to go into net and play for Carolina. And everybody was like, the Leafs are gonna light this guy up with fifteen goals and he managed to I mean the team did very well. Carolina rallied around him. Uh, but the team did very well and now he's a hero. Yeah. With the win. Let's go. Hey
6: <laughs> <laughs>
2: What's going on, buddy? It's Razumoka. Oh, uh, how are you? Good
7: man. How are you? I'm a little tired, but I'm good. Are yeah. you trying to
4: like are you trying to still soak all this in or are you trying to get back to life right now?
7: I'm still trying to soak it in. I think it's pretty it's pretty quick and uh you know, a lot of interviews and uh, I'm in New York City right now and I have a big day planned ahead of me today and then fly out to Carolina later on this afternoon. So, it's a busy one for sure. So,
4: what's their plan for you in Carolina? Are you like their good luck charm now or what?
6: (laughs) (laughs) I
7: don't know. I heard, I heard rumblings of, uh, you know, some key to the city or more oh, yeah. to the game or something. No, like, why I don't not, know, bro? But They are awesome in Carolina. If I don't usually read all the social, social media stuff, but I was out with one of the PR guys from, from Carolina Hurricanes last night, and uh, he's in New York City with me just to kind of help me around the city and stuff like that and he's great and he was just telling me all the things that the Carolina people were talking about and wow. they seem awesome and super pumped so I can't wait to get down there.
2: Uh, are the Hurricanes going to offer you a job to be their Zamboni driver?
7: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was saying to him last night I, said, I, don't, I don't drive that much anymore. You know, I used to drive five years ago and now I only do it the odd time but I'll take the
4: job. It's nice and warm down there. Uh, you're, as a as a, somebody who lives in the city and is a huge Leafs fan, your story is fascinating because um, the headlines, you, you know, of you uh, getting that opportunity and then the win and just the emotion, like everybody was so into this and everybody was so bloody happy for you. But then you also have to read the headline, which is Toronto lost to a Zamboni driver who works for them.
7: <laughs> yeah. So I don't technically work for Maple Leafs sports and entertainment. Okay. So that's... Uh, so that's a, that's a little, I guess, loophole they had there. You know, I don't actually work for the company, so that's how I was able to be the emergency goalie. Yeah, if you work for the company, you can't but, do that. Gotcha, gotcha, but, gotcha. David,
2: as, you
7: know, <laughs> like
2: a Leaf fan, did you feel like at the end of the game like a little bit of a traitor
0: at all?
7: I, I, absolutely. It, it was <laughs> kind of funny. The next day, I went on the ice with two, with two guys, and they were just joking around a little bit with me, but they, they loved it. They are, you know, they are so proud of me, and they were so happy. So. It was great to see that they are receptive. It's, it's not something that I'm going to be able to, to do every day. So they were great. Like I, I'm on the ice with the Leafs guys quite often and the Marlies guys quite often. So they were text messaging me and, and you know they were when they saw me they were they were super pumped. But obviously they they can't say that in the middle of a game. But uh, it was a great time. I think they had fun with it. You know it's a tough loss and they needed the points. But they 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 had a lot of a lot of fun with it. So did
4: I. Did they murder you with bombs from the blue line? Yeah.
7: <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> no, no, they, they they kept it down. It was, it was pretty good. But I'm back to being my next emergency game is on Saturday. So you never know. Right? I might end up uh, suiting up again. Who knows?
4: So when you show up there, are you interacting with either team like while you're waiting to find out if you go in? Like, do you hang out with the Leafs? Like, where where are you? Like, did you go to the Carolina dressing room and then have to go back in the Leafs dressing room to get dressed, or did you have somebody like go get your clothes for you?
7: <laughs> no, I so I went down and I got my equipment out and I dressed in one of the media rooms actually back there, okay. behind the visiting change room. Okay, so it was kind of in a neutral zone there for a while because you, you never know which team it could be. It could have been either either or, right? And uh, so once I I changed, I got on the ice. They, their equipment guys were great. They they grabbed my bag and my clothes and they took it into the visiting dressing room. So after the game was over, all my stuff. Was, was there waiting for me just to, uh, to get out of the rink.
2: So, David, as a backup goalie, you're in Scotiabank Arena. Is there a jersey with your name on the back of, like, a Carolina jersey and a Leaf jersey as well? <laughs>
7: Not there. They, they wait until they find out if I have to go in or not. Oh, and but, then they put your uh, name on the back. Yeah, yeah. so they made the nameplate uh, right before I was supposed to go go in. So That's crazy. So they were on top of it.
4: And it, it wasn't even a Sharpie or anything. Like, they had it ready to go. <laughs>
7: yeah, those guys are impressive. They know what let, doing. Me,
4: let me ask you, before we let you go I want to get your opinion on this, because as as wonderful as it was and that story was with you on Saturday night, you were trending, but also hashtag embarrassment was trending. I want to know, what was it like for you when embarrassment started trending because everybody before that third period thought that they were going to light you up and win 12-4? I thought
7: they were going to light me up.
4: You can't have your story without embarrassment like this. Like Not beating you is considered an embarrassment. Does that affect you in any way?
7: No, not at all. No? It's to be expected. You know, It's a guy that uh, whether it's me or some somebody- Somebody else that, that people don't know, of course, they are going to think you're going to go in there and they're going to light you up for 10 goals. And after the first two shots, I, I looked up and I'm like, uh oh, let's make a save here. This is, uh, this is embarrassing. <laughs> so. I just kind of buckled down and, you know, I I was lucky. We played well enough in the third to hold it and then that team played uh, Unreal in front of me and a lot of credit to those guys. I just, uh, I got lucky enough to go in there and have a little fun.
4: Who do you want to play you
7: in the movie? (laughs) (laughs) I I heard heard rumblings of a movie already. This is, it's crazy, but hey, I would like to be in it for at least three seconds. Well, (laughs) uh,
4: listen, listen, superstar, let's not get too ahead of ourselves here, okay? (laughs) Uh,
2: David Ayers, uh, listen, man, I know you got a super busy day today, but thank you very much for taking time out of your your busy day to join us on the Raw's and Mocha Show.
7: Absolutely. Thanks for having me, guys. I right. appreciate I'll it.
2: Take care, brother. Take oh, oh, whoa! Trade deadline is 3 p.m. <laughs> Who are you signing with, bro? <laughs> Somewhere
4: warm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Carolina. <laughs> take care, brother.
0: Yeah, that's it. See ya. This is the Raw's and Mocha Show podcast.
2: All right. I don't know how true this story is because Uh-oh. I'm reading it from a website called boing, boing dot net <laughs> so
4: i assume <laughs> i'm gonna assume should you be on that site at work oh, <laughs> man, i got to i got to check this out no, I, here.
2: I, I didn't get a warning
4: wasn't wasn't boing boing the uh the character in um that animated oh, 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 oh inside, inside out inside out wasn't was it boing insane? boing wasn't was it? it boing boing no who sacrificed it? himself god that was a sad moment spoiler alert sorry That was Bing Bong. Oh, Bing Bong. Thank you, Marty. Okay. So let's do it on Boing Boing this morning. Okay.
2: Robert Schull Goddard is charged with breaking into a Nashville area home last month. Cops said he smashed open a glass door and then stole multiple items, including a television and firearm. Okay. He left his criminal journal behind at another house that was also burglarized. That same day. Right. Prosecutors say in court records that Goddard dropped a notebook during the burglary that listed multiple addresses in it. One of those addresses was for another home a few miles away that had been burglarized that same day. Right. The notebook also contained clues to the burglar's identity, notes from his daughter, and her home address. Okay, he was caught on video kicking in the back door of a third house the very following day. So this idiot is out there robbing houses, right, and keeps a track record of all the houses that he's robbed and or plans on robbing. Well, cuz you don't want to rob the same one twice. That's mean. You don't want to <laughs> you don't want to be that
4: burglar. No. That's
2: <laughs> Again, dumb. I don't have any way of verifying this because it is from a website called boingboing.net yeah but apparently this guy robs houses and he's got his notebook that
4: he then left behind that stuff has happened before though to people where people make really dumb mistakes like i know like people have got caught cheating doing that you Dude, know what i mean i was reading this article recently yeah actually it started
2: from i think a thread on twitter Right. somebody caught her husband cheating yeah because of the fitbit that they both wear they can share each other's uh workouts and like heart rate and stuff and allegedly yeah right her husband went to quote workout at like four o'clock in the morning left early he right. leaves early to go work out every day right and she noticed a spike in his heart rate on a day where he doesn't typically work out <laughs> right and shut up found out that he was cheating shut, and then this is, somebody no, and then and then somebody no. else listen and then somebody else oh replied God. to that tweet being like yeah the same thing happened with my boyfriend because we share uh, like fitbit account like you can share your sure, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, your workouts yeah, yeah. to update the other person when you've worked out or heart rate and stuff like that and apparently the same thing happened. somebody caught their spouse cheating because the heart rate went up spiked at a time when
4: it should not have spiked right that's Maury doesn't even wear a ring is that why Maury like you are nothing (laughs) just in case right (laughs) nothing
0: (laughs) this is the Roz and Mocha show podcast Roz and Mocha's fix my life. What advice can you guys give me?
1: Okay, so my question is. My question is. Got a problem you can't fix? Roz
0: and Mocha got you.
2: Hi, Courtney. How are you? It's
4: Roz and Mocha.
8: Hi, I'm good. How are you guys?
2: Good,
4: good, good. All right, here we go. Okay, so Courtney, you wrote us this. Roz and Mocha fix my life. Um, I have a friend at work who is loving and is such a great person, but she is so office inappropriate. Uh, it's a quiet office and she is so loud and says non-office appropriate things at the wrong time in front of the wrong people. She turns everyone into, she turns everything into a story about her and some people have stopped sitting with us at lunch because they just can't stand her. She talks over you in every conversation and just doesn't get social cues. She is truly such a great person, uh, but I don't know how to talk to her about this without hurting her feelings. Oh my God, please help.
2: What are some of the things, Courtney? What are some of the in your words, non-office appropriate things that your friend is saying at work?
8: Well, I can't stress enough how lovely of a person she is. So that's why this is so hard. But, you know, if we're you know, we're young girls in a very male dominated workplace. We're all standing together and there's bosses walking by and people around. And she just, if we're in the middle of a conversation, well, let's say we shouldn't really be having at work. Um, she just, her volume skyrockets for everybody to hear. Um, at lunchtime, you know, she does this thing. It's a baby voice, um, that she does pretty loudly. <laughs> that turns a lot of people off. Um, what's she doing baby voice
2: she, for though? Uh, I have no idea. Like, in a situation. Idea. Like, is she talking to her food, like, in baby voice,
8: or? Honestly, yeah. She just makes oh. side comments to everybody in, like, a baby voice. Um, and then people will be having conversations. And I think she just wants to be a part of the conversation, so she talks over people and just tries to get her opinions in. But she doesn't realize that people are, like, you know, they stop talking after that because they just don't want to keep being interrupted. Right. And she has no ill intentions; she's not a bad person. I just don't think she understands that how she is affects the people around her, like her volume. And you know, she—I remember one time at my desk, she was like, she did a squat in the middle of the office, a and squat? you know, <laughs> a squat. Okay, just because she was having a good day. But I'm like, listen, I love the positivity, but. Jesus. <laughs>
2: okay. Yeah. So outside of work, you guys are friends?
8: Absolutely. We've been friends for a really long time.
2: So are you then not like in a comfortable Space like in your friendship that you can have a conversation with her outside of work and be like, hey man, here are some examples of what's not cool uh, at work that you're doing.
8: Yeah. And I think like she goes to a psychiatrist and this and she, you know, they talk to her about the same thing and she's aware of it and she thinks she's working on it, but it's so bad. And I want to talk to her about it, but I'm just afraid that she'll be embarrassed and then she just won't want to be around us anymore.
4: Do you think that if you have this conversation with her that your friendship is strong enough to survive? Or are they, what are you worried about?
8: I think so. But I, I think it definitely is strong enough to survive. Okay. But oh, okay. I think that she's just a super sensitive person. And wait, I think that wait. this will just always be with her if I talk to her about it. And it will you know affect her personally because she's not in the best space right now. Yeah, are you
2: feeling kind of pressure, Courtney, because people, other coworkers are coming to you knowing that you're good friends with her and saying stuff to you about her?
8: That is definitely a factor in it. Mm
2: -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And are they saying to you, hey, Courtney, you got to talk to your girl and we got to calm this down right away?
8: Yeah, but they definitely are saying that, but I also agree with them. And- yeah, it, it's, but, it's just, I mean, it's in such a tough position. But
4: people in the office can't put you in a position of authority um, just because you're friends with somebody. You know what I mean? So uh, if, if somebody has a problem with her, the way she acts, her boss needs to have the conversation yeah. with her, not you.
2: Why isn't yeah. your boss saying anything? Or your boss? I don't know if you guys share um, the same boss, but...
8: Um, we don't, but I, I don't know. Now,
4: if you're at the point where you think that her actions are reflecting poorly on you, you, that's then, where then, I'm
6: concerned. Then you, yeah. then
4: you then you can say something. I, I think that man, I really I really I I hate telling people to calm down or to change the way they are because oftentimes those things, okay, those like little things that people do that sort of unbridled, like non-conforming, you know, uh, just the reluctance to be agreeable, like all that stuff, right? I think that if it's harnessed and directed in the right direction, it can make somebody very successful. Um, but if if they're just disruptive because they don't know any better then that's a problem, you know, and that's what it is. And and I think that the way that you have to approach this is the way that it needs to be approached, which is with compassion. You know, I don't think that it should come from a place of how do you not see how inappropriate you are? You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that you shaming her is not going to get her to sort of open her eyes. You know, she doesn't have to change. She just has to um, read the room. And, you know, I think that that's one of the ways that you could approach this. And, you know, you love her sort of wild side and you love all this stuff, but, you know, you don't have to make it about you and say that it reflects badly on you. Um, But, you know, you got to you got to read the room for your own for your own good, for your own success. And I think that you come at it from a place of compassion saying that, you know, you don't want her to change. She doesn't have Mm. to change because all those things are what makes you, you know, makes you love her. um, But she can't do a squat next to your desk.
1: Oh, true.
4: You know, (laughs) like there's (laughs) there's 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 those types of things. And, uh, and I think that if you go at this with, with compassion and you think that your friendship is strong enough to survive this conversation, I think that you have the conversation with her outside of work. And, um, and, and don't make it seem like she is doing something bad because that's when people stop doing that wild stuff Mm -hmm. that if they can harness in the right way, can take them in a really fantastic direction.
8: Honestly, I feel like I knew I needed to talk to her and I just didn't know how to go about it. And like everything that you said, just that really helped me a lot. So Mm -hmm. I really appreciate it.
4: But also, but also keep in mind, you're not her boss, right? You know, no, I'm not. Just so yeah. you got to come at this from a place of a friend and not a boss because you're not her boss, so you can't start saying that it's going to damage her career or anything like that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay,
2: thank you, Courtney. Thank you, guys.
8: I love you guys so much. You're like my favorite people in the world. Bye.
0: Ros and Mocha's fix my life on Kiss.
2: Um, set your PVRs, ladies and gentlemen. Eight o'clock tonight on City is Hudson and Rex, and this is the episode that Damn It, Maury from the Ros right. and Mocha Show. Right, come in here. Will be appearing on. My love. Not Maury's first acting gig. Uh, thank you for having me this morning. <laughs> uh, in the past, Maury has appeared in Private Eyes with Jason Priestley and Cindy yeah. Sampson. Yeah. He was also in. Uh, the Frankie Drake mysteries. Yeah. Oh, also, did you do Murdoch? I he did, did Murdoch. Mur-
5: yeah. He was a Yannick, uh, the song Murdoch. guy was, was passerby.
2: He was a passerby, and it sounded like this: The station hasn't received a single call today. Not one complaint. No littering. No loitering. Not even any lollygagging.
5: And that's bad. It's not right. Best of the day to you, Inspector. See.
4: <laughs> that <was his> line. <laughs> Nailed it! <laughs> totally best of the day to you. And they did like his hair and everything, like they like slicked it all down and stuff for that.
2: Give him a funny looking awesome. hat. Best of the day
5: to you, Inspector.
4: Yeah. So
2: tonight is Hudson
4: and Rex. And who do you play on Hudson and Rex? I play the orderly.
5: Oh, which by the way, everybody. Okay, I now know that orderlies don't wear stethoscopes. Okay. Right. Because yeah. my grandmother pointed that out when I posted a picture and everything. I didn't put the costume together. I oh, get it. so
4: you play an orderly, but somebody gave you a stethoscope, so that I looked a little bit more official. Oh, not more realizing medical, more that I'm going to get murdered on social. Oh, yeah. Because, okay, now.
2: Oh Jeez, no! People, the details, huh? The details. So, what? Like, a medical community came after
5: you. The yeah. medical community. I'm like, I don't
2: know. Morning, Winnie. Yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you were just like holding it for the doctor. <laughs>
5: right? How many lines did you have? I had quite a few, and in fact, a little bit of a secret. Yeah. Ooh. I've never done this before because there's a dog in Hudson and Rex. Yeah. Who plays Rex? Mm-hmm. So there's a trainer, sort of, I guess, hidden behind a chair or behind things that says commands to the dog as you're doing your scene, which is a true acting, I guess, coup, if you will. If you can continue doing your scene while someone's yelling commands at a dog, you know you're a good actor. Okay. So the, after the fact, weeks later, I had to go into a studio and revoice pa- most of my lines. Really? Yeah. N- you know, sort of watching my lips and matching my lips. It's hard to lips. do. It's not easy to do. It's, yeah. Oh, they because had to... in the original
2: kind of recording, you can hear the commands yeah. from the dog trainer. Yeah.
6: Yeah.
2: Oh.
4: Wow. Okay. So what do we have here? What are we uh,
2: listening to? This is this is Maury's appearance on okay. Hudson and Rex. By the way, eight
5: o'clock tonight on City TV. All right. Yummy. Take a look at this. Enjoy. Thank you. Excuse me, can I get another brownie, please? It's not too much trouble. No, it's one per patient, and you haven't even eaten that one yet. Um, uh, before you go, could you check my cast? Oh, um, (laughs) well, I am studying to become a doctor, so let's look at your chart. I'll just review everything here first before we get going. Okay, let's see here, um... Looks like you're diagnosed with lateral malingus.
0: Malleolus. Mm
5: hmm. Oh, yeah, you're right. I can see that. Yep, malingolus. Okay. Sorry about that. Anyway, the cast looks good. No cracks, no deterioration. It's dry. If it feels uncomfortable, it's because your ankle's broken. Now, what I'm going to need you to do is uh, keep this immobilized.
4: Orderly's order. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I got gotcha. you. And Even the, mid- the fictionalized character of you, Maury, can't read the big words.
6: You know what I mean? Such a
4: lateral malingus. <laughs> How do you think you did? I would give
5: me a nine out of ten. No, no, no. I, oh, honestly, wow, a honestly, nine. Okay, hold
4: on. now. more. You honestly, know what? You know the I cool thing who, was gave, who gave who who raised you with this incredible sense of I, 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 like I applaud it. Don't get me wrong. Oh, Frank Sherman. my okay. Daddy. Okay. Right. Um, Don't say daddy when you're in your 40s, <laughs> man. It sounds weird.
5: No, but the cool thing was, is the director, super cool guy. Yeah. Love a director that wears a thin black tie, by the way. Okay. Um, the director was like, you know, let's uh, let's meet. Okay, so uh, I want you to go off script and, oh. and have some fun with this. Oh, I'm like, excuse. on day one? Me? Wow. Yeah. Oh, all right, Me? let's have some fun let's with show this. Show the improv skills. Yeah. So
2: was this part here, I'm going to replay one certain uh, line. Yeah. Was this... Intentional, or did you really screw this up? And they just decided to keep this part in that scene where you
5: were like, "Yep, yeah. Megolus." Yeah. Okay, that yeah. Oh, that was they wanted me. You to were just supposed keep screwing to screw that up. Yeah, you were supposed to stumble was, on those. Well, words. they were like, okay. "Well, that's what Maury would do."
4: Now, did they have you screwed up because they thought that there would no be no way that anybody would possibly believe that you could read that word? No, they wrote it because they thought that there's no way that
5: Maury could read that word. Is that what you just said? <laughs> Got yeah, McGolus. McGolus.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> Catch, damn it, McGolus on Hudson and Rex. Eight o'clock tonight on City. Love it. Here we go. go.
0: The Raz and Mocha Show podcast.
2: <laughs> what? 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 Nothing. nothing Spit nothing, it out. Nothing, That's so funny.
4: Um, got a text here from Matt. It says, uh, Roz, I remember you talking about The Good Place with Kristen Bell. My buddy and I just started watching it last night and almost cleared through the entire season. <gasps> it's probably one of the best written shows I've watched recently. It's so funny. Ted Danson is amazing. Kristen Bell is an absolute angel. I uh, can't wait to continue watching. I fully agree with that.
2: I have not yet seen that show. Oh, it's show.
4: so good. For, for, it's so amazing. Like, and I love Kristen Bell. one of my favorite shows I've seen in a long time. Also, I just I, I plowed through uh, Narcos Mexico season two over the weekend.
2: That's, That's out already? Right. Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. and? do I you did, like it? I did ten hours over Family Day weekend. Oh, <laughs> wow! It's no joke. So
2: you spent it with Netflix and not your yeah. family? Well, no,
4: because I no, because I wake up early. I wake up before the girls do, right? Yeah. So oh, I got all that. I was I was doing like two episodes before they even got out of bed. Oh wow! Yeah, All yeah, right. yeah. And then and then I and then Catherine goes to bed a little bit earlier than me on the weekend. So uh, so I was doing one when after she had gone to bed. Um, but it's no joke. It's no joke that show, man. We've been
2: spending a lot of time uh, with Apple with the shows on Apple TV Plus. See, I don't have that maximum, whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, Hold on, I'm trying to remember the name of the show that we just started. So we haven't got through all the episodes yet, but Octavia Spencer is in, uh, and with Pinkman from Breaking Bad. Oh yeah. Truth be told, she's a podcaster. Yeah. And through her podcast, I guess, back in the day, she was able to um, help convict Jesse Pinkman, his character. Oh, it's one
4: of these sort of...
2: And then new evidence pops up today, yeah. and she's like, wait a minute, I think I made a mistake here. Right. This kid's innocent. So the, the show takes you through her kind of fight now to get him out of prison. Right. I gotcha. And then before that, we watched
4: Servant. Which is super No, weird. I know. That's on my list to watch. I can't even. It's, it's super weird. I know. I, without giving anything away, just watch the trailer. Yeah, I know. I know. Fake super doll, weird. Fake super baby. weird. Super weird. Super <laughs> weird. And it is a straight up weird yeah, show. I know. I can't watch that. Do you, do you watch that stuff before you go to bed at night? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Does yeah. it bother you? You get nightmares. Oh, I had one. <laughs> Because I know you, you get nightmares. Like, I'm surprised that your know. wife lets you watch that stuff before you go to bed. No, that was, I don't you know get, if it was
2: that. There's something, I don't know what we watched.
4: You just get like sweaty like couple, and kicky. A couple of
2: nights ago. <laughs> oh, no. I and you get and you,
4: know. you get yelly when you sleep too. Like, <laughs>
2: okay. What gave okay, you a
4: nightmare this, the other night?
2: This, I don't know, but this is really stupid. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think it was on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> was, uh, Saturday. So Cruz woke up, and uh, and usually he wakes up. and We give him a few minutes to like really wake up, wake up sure, before we go sure. get him, right? So Jenna was like, um, "Cruz is awake, yeah, right?" And she's sitting up in the bed, scrolling on her phone. And I yeah. was like, "All right, I'm gonna get up in a minute." And I guess I fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I must have fallen asleep and immediately <laughs> went into a deep sleep right. because. I started screaming. <laughs> I was having a nightmare. And she woke me up again. And she's like, What the hell's the matter with you? Like you just fell asleep.
6: How do you start
4: having man, nightmares already? Y- you went from wide awake to nightmare?
6: Yes. Like screaming
2: nightmares. You need to
4: you need to go see somebody, man. That's not normal. Like she was looking at me, like no. I don't know
2: exactly how much time had passed. Yeah, like, no. I assume seconds. No.
4: But like no. Oh man, you can't no, no, it's not good. It's not good. It's not good. If, if that happened to me, Catherine would take away everything good that I eat. Because she would be convinced <laughs> that it would be diet related if I started screaming in the night. <laughs> no, but this wasn't Or oh, sorry, in the morning this after like I just woke up. Seven in it's the not morning. good. Like you're almost awake at that point. I was awake. Like it's almost like <laughs> so stupid.
0: Uh. This is the Ros and Mocha Show podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix.
4: Roz and Mocha got you. Ashley, what's going on? It's Raz and Mocha. Hey there. Okay, so Ashley, you wrote us this. Raz and Mocha Fix My Life. I recently broke up with my boyfriend of a year uh, because I just wasn't feeling the relationship anymore and I wanted to be honest. So I kindly asked my friends through a group chat if we could refrain from inviting him to our group events because so far, every time we've seen each other he's talked and flirted with me as if nothing changed little did I know that asking my friends that simple request would be such a problem because I've now been iced out of the friend group one of my girlfriends who you've known for five years you said uh, got so mad saying that you can't make people be friends and then ask them to stop when it's inconvenient for you you go on to say that they said don't be surprised if you're the one who stops getting invited Uh, I never said I wanted them to stop being friends all I said is that I wanted some space from my ex, but she really chewed me out and made me feel like crap. Uh, It's been a couple of weeks since that big argument with no apologies or attempts to communicate from either side. And you notice through IG stories that your ex is hanging out with your friends, even at the home of the very same girl that you just mentioned.
2: Yo, Ashley, is there a chance that this girl that... Was upset with you, and now your ex boyfriend are together.
4: Uh, no, I don't think so. Were you guys all friends with this guy before you hooked up with him? Uh, no, I
9: met him through a dating app.
4: Okay, and and, uh, and then you introduced yeah. him and you introduced him to the group, so they only yeah. knew him as your boyfriend. Yeah, pretty much.
2: So who's the one that's inviting him out to all these events that you're not now a part of? Is it that one girl, or are they? Just through a group chat, hey, everyone, let's all get together, and he just shows up,
9: yeah, pretty much he he is invited through the group chat uh, and stuff, and uh he just always goes
4: um so it a couple of things one, I don't think that you can tell people who they can be friends with, um and I understand I, and I, I understand you're going through a breakup, and I understand it sucks and it hurts, and you know, hey, can you guys maybe just instead of saying You know, to them, you know, can you not invite him out? I think that maybe the better play would have been, hey, can you just let me know when he's coming so I have the option to not go? You know what I mean? And that way you're putting it on yourself and you're not putting it on them to tell them who and who they should not be friends with.
9: Yeah, you're right. I think I worded it weirdly. Maybe, yeah, I should have.
4: People do get pissed. I mean, and you know, and you sound, you know, you probably sound a little bit pissed and rightfully so that like, Hey, you know, we've been friends for five years, me and you girls. And then I get a boyfriend and he's only been around for like a year. And then all of a sudden you like him better than you like me. And now you are actually picking sides and the person you're picking is him.
9: Yeah. Yeah. It felt that way. Well, maybe it is that way. Maybe. I don't know.
4: I have a feeling that this girl that
2: that's like upset with you, maybe her and this guy, your ex are uh, either fooling around or are secretly together
4: but how can we wrong? Though? How many people are we talking about in this friend group? Is it just one girl or is it multiple people? It's multiple people like how many
2: um, like uh,
9: 10
4: Oh or wow things.
2: and is she the yeah. only one that has a problem with you saying hey stop inviting him out or is this coming from everybody in your friend group?
9: Uh, she's the only one who's expressed a
2: problem with it Oh have you had a conversation with anybody else?
9: Um, a little bit they didn't seem to be bothered by it like, they, they don't seem bothered understood.
2: by the fact that he's still hanging around.
9: I mean, like I think they understand both of our sides. Yeah.
2: I think at this point, Ashley, your only play right now is to, as Roz said, have them let you know when he's going to be hanging out somewhere, and then you just make that decision as to whether or not you want to go. Yeah, to be there at the same time sense. as him, right?
4: Mm-hmm. For sure. Here's, there's a couple things that probably are going on. Is that you know every time now that they gotta want to, you know, they're gonna want to go for you know drinks with friends. Uh, they're gonna just start thinking. Oh God, Ashley, with all our bloody drama, who's gonna talk to Ashley? What are we doing about Ash? Yeah. Okay, that that you put your, you've put everybody in a really rough spot, right? By sort of wording it the way that you wanted to. The, the, the because way they've the, the already way made their
2: their decision. They're totally cool with having your ex hang out still. Yeah, that's
4: true. And then that's your problem, not their problem.
2: Yeah, you know. Yeah, you're right. Now, is it just the fact that he's your ex that you have a problem with that? You know, the fact that he's hanging out with your friends because your note to us said that you broke up with him because you weren't feeling the relationship. So you don't have any feelings for him anymore. So, like, what is the issue of him hanging out? Is it because he's still flirty with you or because you still kind of have feelings for him?
9: Um, it's mainly just because he was still, like, flirty with me and, like, I I needed my space, too.
2: Have you ever said to him, like, dude, I'm not into you. Stop flirting with me. This is weird. Like we're all hanging out together.
9: Yeah, I I think I I need to work on, you know, being more vocal about my boundaries and stuff for sure.
4: Yeah, it's tough because you would like to think that there's like friend code where if you introduce the boyfriend to the group and then, you know, they're automatically going to choose you when that relationship ends, right? Like you like to think that that exists. That's not the case.
6: Yeah, that's
2: true.
4: Asking people to cut out somebody out of their life, that leads to trauma. You know what I mean?
2: That's true. Yeah.
4: People, people aren't wired like that You can't just cut somebody Out of your life forever
2: Hope that
9: helps Ashley It does Thank you guys Alright All girl You take care Thank you You too
2: Bras and
0: mochas Fix my life On KISS
2: It's been nine years since we've been introduced to Rebecca Black, all thanks to a video and a song called Friday that went viral, and for all the wrong reasons. Now, at the time, it was deemed the worst song ever. However, now it's a cult classic. Rebecca Black, welcome back to the Razamogu Show.
10: Hello, how are
2: you? Good. Good. How you doing, girl?
10: I'm good, thank you. It's bright and early on on my side of things. It's good to be back.
4: No, I hear you. Uh, We did your very first interview uh, all those years ago, and then you've, you've been back on the show show uh since then the nine-year anniversary of friday just passed and you wrote a uh, an ig post um last week that really took off and were you surprised by the reaction that you got from that
10: yeah i mean you can never this is the one thing that i've obviously learned from you know the last past their last nine years it's like You can conjure up, and and I see it happen all the time with people trying to make a a moment happen, and it is always the moments that you never think that people are going to care about or pay attention to. Right. That people see, and it
4: strikes a chord with them. Do you you feel that you sort of had to blaze that trail nine years ago so people understood that the way you were treated was wrong? You know what I mean? Like, do you think that the way you were treated nine years ago, somebody who did the exact same thing that you did in 2020, it would be tolerated to say the things that they said about you?
10: I mean, I guess in hindsight, I... I hope so. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I feel like I've actively blazed a, a trail because, you know, I know when I was 13, like I was just living in it. And, and up until, honestly, the last couple of years, like I was going through it and still every day, like I, you know, deal with it in, in my own way. And yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, I do hope that with this post and like it seems like with the reaction that a lot of people have had, that they're recognizing that, you know, maybe they said a few things 10 years ago, nine years ago that they would never say now. And right. I think that's important for anybody to, to realize.
2: Do you ever come across anything online where you recognize that it's going down a path that could potentially ruin that person's life?
10: There's, I mean, you see stuff like that all the time. And, and now, you know, for everybody, it's different. And, and also the internet is so different that you you see a lot of these people like maybe going through the same emotional feelings I'd, I'd imagine as I did but you know they're able to maybe more quickly make it into like a full-fledged career right. <laughs> yeah.
2: have you have you ever reached out to anyone where you've seen the potential of something that they've posted uh, go bad and you're like listen I'm just warning you, speaking from experience.
10: I think, I I don't know why, I I can't remember exactly who, but I have a lot of friends now of people who have been in similar positions, you know, whether it be exactly kind of like mine or not. Um, And I I think it's something that, you know, whether it be that or or even somebody who just had something, you know, kind of have a blip on Twitter or, or whatever, I just try to, you know, I'm not out here trying to be anybody's therapist because I don't have sure. the credentials for that. Sure. But like, I, at least I think somebody knowing, like, okay, somebody's gotten through this before. If this is bad, I can do it
4: too. Billie Eilish earlier this week said that she uh, has given up social media because of the comment section because it's just too damaging. Although there's a lot of fun stuff on the internet and you really want to take part in that. You want to connect with fans and you you want to have that relationship, but she's dipping because the comments are just too much. Do you have, because I know with me, right, Saturday morning, if I'm enjoying life and I'm having a coffee and everything is right in the world, I don't go and read comments, right. because I know somebody's going to say something that will then ruin my day. My like, entire weekend. My entire weekend. Yeah. Do you have rules on when you will sort of dip into those worlds, Rebecca Black?
10: I try, but it's so hard because, you know, at the same time, it's like, I have had, a, I think, a different approach to it yeah. every year, every month, or honestly, every day. It's sure. Like some days I love it, and and I can look at like so many of the you know kind things that people say, and I think you know on, on one hand I want to be able to recognize those just because people are saying things that are really you know go out of their way to say really nice things, and I, I want them to feel recognized. But I completely understand, especially for someone. I mean, Billy's starting so young and and with the amount of unbelievable everything that has happened to her in the last few years, like, I think she is going to be a marker for, you know, kind of what happens to, to teens that that get this massive notoriety now. And, Mm -hmm. and, um, I think kudos to her and like to her family, like everything that I know about them and my experiences with, with Phineas, her brother and her parents and and her, like they are just, it seems like they've got their head on their shoulders, you know? So, um, I think for everybody, just trying to be aware of it, you know, it really is different every day i think on how it affects us
2: what is your feeling towards the song friday now now that you've gone through everything and you're at this point in your life where you're still recording music you're you know about to go on tour what is your feelings towards that song do you cringe anytime somebody plays it or anytime you hear it um,
6: i
10: mean as far as like playing it live i, I do it all the time and i kind of re- i've completely reworked the song into something that like Aesthetically, I really, really like. And yeah. I think for me, like I, bigger than that, I look back on that video and I just see like a 13 year old who was just trying to figure. Oh, I shouldn't that's have said
4: fun. that. That's okay, that's okay. You, you, <laughs> yeah. you talk to what you want to talk.
10: <laughs>
2: and uh, Rebecca but, Black, um, talk to us about the, yeah. the new track that you have out, new music, or or is this going to be on an album? When are you announcing the tour?
10: Um, It's, so new music is coming. I think next month is when you'll really hear some really fresh stuff, and and yeah, I just put out the Sweetheart uh, Dance Yourself Queen remix. Uh, Sweetheart was a single I put out at the end of last year, and I just love this song so much, and I I
4: love this remix. That's awesome. Uh, Rebecca Black, thank you so much for coming back on the show and hanging out with us and, uh, uh, and just your insight, having, being somebody who literally went through all the hell that social media and the internet can throw at a human being and you came out the other side. So uh, thanks for hanging out with us. It's really great to talk to you again.
10: Thank you guys for always being in my corner. I, I
4: really
0: appreciate it. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life Update Hey Sarah,
2: it's Roz and Mocha Welcome back to the show Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good How's the baby? (laughs) pretty good
4: Yeah We originally talked to you uh, Middle of December And you had said Roz and Mocha Fix My Life Your fiance is an actor And recently booked A pretty big role That requires him to fly overseas For a few weeks In the role He has his first make out And sex scenes And you were really struggling (laughs) with it As someone who's not Not in the industry at all. You said that you're having a really hard time separating your emotions from the logic, uh, hoping that we could help you out. And I I remember this conversation. Uh, I think that we did a decent job helping you out. But the one thing that, that I remember was I know a lot of people in the world of acting and the one thing that nobody ever really talks about when it comes to love scenes and sex scenes the only thing that you hear actors say is oh my god it's so awkward and there's so many people on set and everything else when in reality many people i know think that given the opportunity (laughs) to go onto a set and make out with beautiful people is actually awesome Uh, yeah so after after you gave
1: me that little piece of clarity um that's came home with a lot more anxiety so
4: thank you for that no problem (laughs) that's what i do
2: (laughs) because he was telling you your husband was telling you that it is exactly what i was saying it's just acting it's just a job there's no real emotion involved right
1: right i mean after after that whole thing happened uh with you guys we i came home and we had like a really really big talk really uncomfortable talk tears happened both ways Aww. And I think we just, like, we got to a place where, like, you know, unfortunately, this is the really uncomfortable part of the industry that I, I'm not comfortable with just because I'm more of an introvert. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, like, we love each other, and this comes with the territory. So we put some boundaries down. Um, one of them being that I'm not comfortable watching the scenes.
0: Right.
1: And he was totally, totally understanding about that. I mean, I know I'm not going to be able to ignore it forever, but for right now, um, I mean, I don't have to go, you know, and feel like I need to punch someone else right, right. now.
6: So yeah.
2: <laughs> so it's not like he invited you out to the set to be like, Oh, come meet my co-hosts. Uh,
1: I don't know if I would want to, he yeah. did invite me to go out on set. It's just that at the time right now, like with my job, I can't really afford to take time off right now. Um, he did invite me on set, but like just the circumstances didn't really allow it right now. But yeah, I mean on did, his end he says is uncomfortable. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. I'm uh, trying not to focus too
4: much did on Did you that. did you meet the did you meet the woman, the uh, the actor that he had to do the, the love scene with?
1: No, I never have. Okay. Um but from what he tells me, I don't, and from what you guys told me the other time, I don't think I have much to worry about with this particular person. Okay. So I think I'm okay. Good for you. (laughs) I mean, this is the thing. I'm never going to put him in a position where he has to feel like he has to turn down a role because of, because because of me, right? Like, like I said, I know it comes with the territory. He has like very big dreams. And I mean, if you want that Oscar role, comes with the territory right so for right now like my boundary is I I just don't want to sit there and I don't want to watch it um the other boundary is that he like we're honest with each other whether or not that's uncomfortable and whether or not that hurts so if another role comes up then he's going to tell me about it yeah. or I'll find out find out anyway <laughs> So, right. and I think we'll just like take it role from role to role really yeah, unless I'm you smart. have any other
4: ideas yeah. no because what other choice do you have right yeah exactly you know exactly, you love yeah. him he loves you you got a kid and he's an actor and that just sort of comes with the territory right yeah
2: exactly yeah. you just better hope he doesn't get like nominated for an award for that particular scene <laughs> you know what I mean because then how awkward wow. would that be where like all over the news all over you know everywhere it's that you know nominated for this particular scene and that's all you see like that's on the internet is. on TV and then you gotta show up at the well, award show I I
1: yeah know. I mean i mean sure i'm sure it'll happen eventually because i mean if you go on instagram like on your explore feed it's everywhere right like i guess because i, I talk about it and you know your phone's listening and now it generates on your instagram feed <laughs> <laughs>
2: but, no. <I> <laughs> <laughs> no. have you have you started blocking uh, certain accounts because you keep seeing no. that on the explore page no but that's a good
1: idea maybe i should do that <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Oh, snap. do you follow? So the, the co-host, right? Or no, the,
1: I don't follow any of them. I don't follow any of them. It so anyone in any of the online. shows that
2: he's on, especially this one where he's got that super hot makeout scene with, you don't follow her on social, no. right? Okay. No,
4: no. <laughs> like she never said it was super hot, Mocha. Why did you just say that? She never used the words "it was a super hot makeout scene." Did I say that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, never mind. <laughs>
1: You guys are the best.
6: Okay. Thank you so much. So here's, here's
4: what's <laughs> going to happen. Uh, when that show is released, I will watch it for you and then do a full review of the scene on the show. Perfect. Thank okay. you so much. No problem. <laughs> no, no, no problem. I Sarah's will be your like, eyes. that's going to be
2: the one day that I don't <laughs> listen to the show. <laughs> All right. Much love to you, Sarah. Thanks for checking back in. Thank you so
0: much. Braz and Mocha's <laughs> Fix My Life on KISS.
4: So Matt Reeves... Last night, released what they called a camera test, much like what they did with Joker, when it was walking uh, Phoenix in the makeup, and it was just the shot. And I guess that's the new thing for comic directors. Yeah, and it was Robert Pattinson as the Batman. As the Batman. Do you have Costume. that clip? Because the song sounds very Star Warsy to me. Will you find it? Put it in, Maury, please. Uh, yeah, it sounds right it sounds very Star Wars-y to me, and then, okay. so it's all very red, like there's a big red filter on it, yeah. and then the Batman sort of walks out, and the suit is, I, I, I'm not a big enough Batman fan to know sort of like which era the suit is paying homage to, but it has armor on it. Yeah. I would say... So it's very different than the Ben Affleck suit. So it has armor. The bat symbol in the middle of the suit looks like some sort of detachable weapon. And the mask, the cowl, right? Uh, When you look at it closely, looks like it was handmade so it looks like it's made out of leather and hand stitched together almost like a like some sort of bondage mask as if like he would have made this in his basement so where we're so used to seeing batman with christian bale and then with um ben affleck where their suits look like they were made by scientists kind of thing right like christian bale's suit was designed by people who make war machines this suit looks like somebody made it themselves so if that makes any sense.
2: What I'll say after and it was just like a 45 second clip if that. If that. Right? Yeah. I will say. I liked it a lot. You did, huh? I did. Yeah. I re- and I was ex- I was so skeptical, especially after when they announced that um Robert Pattinson. No, when they announced that Ben Affleck was going to be Batman. I was like, there's nobody that's going to compare to Christian Bale because Christian
4: Bale was just so awesome. Yeah, true.
2: I didn't mind Ben Affleck. I didn't love Ben. Crap movies. There's just unfortunately that they were He was a good Batman,
4: but he's in crap movies. I
2: was very unsure of robert pattinson as batman but after yeah. seeing the screen test i was into it much like i was very unsure about joaquin phoenix as joker because to me number one is always and forever will be heath ledger
4: right but walking but phoenix, everybody was skeptical of heath ledger more everyone so everyone was skeptical so. of
2: heath ledger and he became yeah. the best joker
4: yeah uh but i will say this the one thing about the mask that i noticed that i didn't like Uh-oh. is that the here play this play the play the clip so we can hear the music does it sound like Star Wars? Yeah. Dun 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 dun. Sounds like it. Dun, dun, dun. A little bit. Dun dun dun. dun. Yeah, it's, it's the Imperial March, man. Uh, the one thing I didn't like about the mask, and you, you'll notice in the sort of freeze frames of it that people have put together, is the nose piece on the mask. Yeah. Doesn't go all the way around his nose. So you can see his nostrils underneath. It's more like a Zoro it's more like a Zoro mask. I didn't notice that. Where, really? where the mask only covers the top part of his nose huh. and not the bottom part of his nose. So oh, if you I look at him, that. you can still see his nostrils. Huh. But anyway, check that out because it's a brand new Batman. The suit's got a ton of armor on it. And it looks like he's got a pop collar on his cape, too. <laughs> Bad man still got a flex. <laughs> yeah. Still got a style. Why not? Right? Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
0: Podcast.
4: Hey, 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 hey. What is it, Mark? Can I apologize to Roz? Oh God. I mean, yes, of course. <laughs> I don't know why I deny that. We don't have long here, so make it quick. No, I what just want to apologize. apologize. For?
5: I have to say sorry to Roz, because he was coming into the car this morning. And oh, I, I thought I was gonna God. do a good thing. No by when I turn on the engine, because like I waited there for a long time. No, you didn't. And so I turn <laughs> on the engine. <laughs> well, and what's I, a long time that you have to turn off the, the car? Like six minutes. Okay. Six minutes.
4: Okay. okay. Pause for one second, because you're telling this story wrong. Well, I'm telling it from my point no, of view. No. I mean, I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna <laughs> do I'm gonna do the setup for this story. Okay, Okay. I'll do the setup for this story. So about three weeks ago, I'm walking out to the car to meet Maury in the morning, Mm -hmm. right? And Maury thinks that it would be funny if, as I'm standing right by the passenger side door, that he cleaned his windshield, which at that point sprayed windshield washer fluid all over my face and into my mouth and into my eyes. Yeah,
2: dangerous. You could die from that.
4: Thank you. Uh, and then I get in the car, and I'm like spitting, and I'm rubbing my eyes, and I'm like, dude, and Maury finds it hysterical, right? Yeah. And I'm like, bro, not funny at all. Like, my face is like, it's like this sucks yeah. right now. And, uh, and then he's like, oh my God, sorry. And then he's still laughing, and then whatever, it was over. And then, so this morning, I go to walk into Maury's car, and what happens, Maury? Well, th- this time it wasn't a joke, though. Because I
5: wanted to clean off the road dust from the window. Right. And when I turned on the engine, I immediately spritzed the window. But it just so happened that you walked so fast that it spritzed into your face. No,
4: I stood at the thing and the door was locked. And you didn't open the door until you sprayed it.
5: No, but I sprayed it unlocked. No, like it was a one no, movement no, no, thing. No,
4: I was walking to the car and I normally walk, open up the door and get in. I grabbed the handle. You locked me out, sprayed me. And then open the door.
5: Okay, but this time it wasn't a joke, so I'm sorry. Now do you want to apologize for banging the side of my car? No, I kicked the car door. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag
4: sorry, not sorry. (laughs) Here we go. Go.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast.
4: All right, here we go. Uh, Mocha. Yes. Are you ready? Yeah.
0: Let's
6: do the news. A Roz and Mocha Show and KISS 92.5
4: News Break. Uh, Al Pacino's girlfriend dumped him because he's too old. <laughs> How old is he? He's in his 70s, right? <laughs> so Al Pacino's 79. Uh, oh, his, man, 79. His, yeah, his girlfriend. Wait, wait. Yeah. Okay,
2: if Al Pacino is 79. Yeah. His girlfriend, if she said that he's too old for her. Yes. I'm going to say she's got to be like in her 30s.
4: 43. Oh, okay, 43. 43. Uh, sure. She's an Israeli actress, uh, Mateel Dohan. And she told a magazine in an interview... That the relationship didn't last in part because quote Pacino is already an elderly man. <laughs> okay, couldn't have just said old. Yeah. <laughs> it's an elderly man. Yeah, and then she adds that <laughs> it's very hard to be with a man so old, even Al Pacino. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then people were like, well, you know, maybe you know you're just in it for the, the the wrong reasons, as they say on The Bachelor, and you know, yeah, you just wanted the money. Then she goes on to say, uh, how can I say this politely? But he didn't like to spend money.
6: <laughs>
4: he only he only bought me flowers. <laughs> His old cheap ass. Uh, but she doesn't. <laughs> I mean, really, if you're going to date a 79-year-old, right? What like, more do gonna, you expect? You're going to put in the work. Yeah. You know, a little bit more flowers, I would think, right? Uh, you know, two years, you're the girlfriend. All you get is flowers. He's worth like $180 million. I know. Right? And he's listen. got every penny. Man, he's got it all. <laughs> Mine. He's, he's don't st- touch it. And guess what? I'm still worth $180 <laughs> million. <dollars. laughs> uh, Lark Voorhees... Who was Oh Lisa Turtle? Lisa Turtle on oh, yes. Saved by the Bell. She's uh, on Doctor Oz's show today. What? And and I, well, she's talking about. I guess that the story was that she has. What did they say? She has your depression, maybe. Not a hundred percent sure, but then she had denied having it at one point. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure. I have to see how this episode plays out. But she's on um, Doctor Oz today, talking about why she isn't included in the Save by the Bell reboot.
9: I have to admit, I did feel a bit slighted and hurt when I was not invited to be part of the Save by the Bell reunion, as well as other cast members' events. Yet, of course, I also realized that having this puzzling disorder may have played a major part in that factual decision. With that in mind, I am truly thankful for having had the chance to work on a show that has been so successful.
4: So mm. she's n- not going to be on the show at all, huh? No. And the, as and the, far as we know. The story is that she was diagnosed um, bipolar, but then uh, there, she has denied that in the past. So I don't know how it plays out on the uh, uh, on the Dr. Oz show today. So we'll check that out. Uh, on Carpool Karaoke last night, uh, Justin Bieber's on with James Corden all week. And do you remember when Bieber sent out that tweet earlier this year that simply read, I want to challenge Tom Cruise to a fight in the octagon. Tom, if you don't take this fight, you're scared and you will never live it down. Who's willing to put up the fight? Dana White from UFC. Uh, And then somebody asked him about it and he's like, no, man, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. So anyway, so uh, James Corden asked Bieber last night in Carpool Karaoke what he actually thinks of Tom Cruise and whether or not he could beat Tom Cruise in a fight.
0: There's absolutely no way. He's not the guy you see in movies. Dude, he is. He's not. He's he is that's a phenomenal that's a character. shape. Thank you. you I think you're mesmerized by the characters that he's played. No, I'm yeah, mesmerized by the men. I'm
6: mesmerized by the men. Yeah. I'm not even joking.
0: I'm mesmerized, mesmerized by the characters no, that he's played? I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you, when you get, if you no. get it, you wouldn't want no. get, I'm dangerous. Yeah, he's <laughs> so he <laughs> does movies called Mission A Impossible. Duty. The mission uh, is impossible, an and actor. he
2: makes it possible. He's an actor.
4: Wow. He jumps out of planes and you stuff. <laughs> you don't want that smoke, Beaver Come on now. Uh, the Disney Castle is going under some serious renovations. If you're heading down to Disney World for March break, officials say that the uh, iconic Cinderella castle in Disney Florida will be renovated over the next several months. The most noticeable changes will be the addition of uh, gold trim to Mm. most of the castle.
2: If I know anything about that
4: castle and Cinderella, Mm -hmm. her evil stepmom is making her do all the work. Truth. The renovation is coming during the 70th anniversary of the release of the uh, classic Cinderella. So they're renovating the castle. I was down there one time. It was all right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Felt the magic, huh?
4: (laughs) It was all right. (laughs) Uh, Billie Eilish in an interview talking about how she is taking a break from reading uh, Instagram comments because it's just such a vile place that it starts to really affect you. I think you have the clip over there. Oh. Sorry. My bad. I should have said ahead of time.
2: Oh, sorry. Hold on.
4: Also, in this interview, if you see the clip of the interview, she is like talking some serious stuff, which is very important things to talk about, but she looks ridiculous. She like has brand new sunglasses on yeah. that I've never even seen these kinds of sunglasses before. And she's like, it's wild. She looks like like I don't even know. Like, like you can't I, take her serious when no, she's talking Yeah, it's wild. Serious? She looks like a cross between, I don't know. Like it's uh it's like Elton John and Willy Wonka kind of, kind of thing, right?
9: Yeah. It's weird. Like, the, 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 uh, the cooler the things you get to do are, the more people hate you. It's crazy. Cancel culture is insane. I mean, just the internet is a bunch of trolls, you know? And it's like, the problem is a lot of it's really funny. <laughs> I think that's the issue. That's why nobody really stops, because it's funny. Say anything to make somebody laugh. It's like way worse than it's ever been right now. I mean, it's insane that I even have been reading comments up until this point. I I should have stopped long ago. It's just the problem is I've always wanted to stay in touch with the fans and, like, keep talking to them and, like, people have ruined that for me. So, Um, and that sucks. Um, And so they're, like, friends of mine. But, yeah, the internet is ruining ruining my life. So I turned it off.
2: There you go. I just read the best news ever. Which is? Because this information came out while I was sleeping last night. What? What? Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, available digitally on March 17th. Oh, there you go. And if you still collect Blu-rays, March 31st. That's quick, huh? Yeah. I love it. I can. Oh, I'm so excited. (laughs) Because I have my Disney
4: Plus uh, subscription, right? People were freaking out yesterday because Disney released a timeline of when all the star wars movies happened like in in sort of chronological order let me get this for you here because fans do that before though yeah but disney sent out the official oh right and people were losing their minds and i don't know why this made such a huge thing so so here's how it here's how it works okay so according to the timeline, it goes, the and then they include like the, the, the cartoons and everything, right? Oh, wow. Okay. All the movies. So uh, The Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, The Clone Wars, Revenge of the Sith, Solo, Star Wars Rebels, Rogue One, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, The Mandalorian, Star Wars Resistance, The Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker. Ooh! And here's where everybody started losing their mind is you would not believe the amount of people that thought the mandalorian happens before a new hope because they actually believe that baby yoda is baby yoda meaning no. that this whole meaning that this whole thing starts with the mandalorian because yoda but, is in the prequels
2: but we knew like there was so much they information s- no but they say it in the show yeah but there was so much information even before the show that this takes place 5 years after
4: Return of the Jedi, yes, and they also say that in the first episode. But everybody thought that Baby Yoda Dunn's was actually attention. Baby Yoda, no. which means that this would have been.
2: But Baby Yoda, like once we are introduced
4: to him in New Hope, he's like five hundred years old. Yeah, he's like fifty years old, right? Uh, Will Ferrell and Paul Rudd are teaming up for a new series. Yeah.
2: Are they?
4: Yeah. Yes. Um So they haven't been in anything together since 2013 with Anchor Man 2. Uh, the show is Ron called... Ron Burgundy
2: and him, Brian Fantana are teaming yes. up again. Uh,
4: the Shrink it. Next Door is what it's called. It's uh, based on a true story of a bizarre relationship between a psychiatrist to the stars and his longtime patient.
2: Dude, I know this story. Do you? Yeah, because it was a very popular podcast oh. I listened to recently. And yeah. it is... I'm not going to give away any details, yeah. but it really is a crazy story. Is it? Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, so that's that. That's the. I'm excited that's, for that. I'm good. That's, that's I'm the, the, sh- the, sh- the shrink that. next
4: door. Um, explain to me what in the actual hell is The Bachelor Presents? Listen to Your Heart. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Hold on. Let's play the trailer first.
2: Let's play the trailer.
0: Oh. <laughs> single men and women oh my god one shared dream music is a great gateway to love welcome to listen to your heart let the journey begin listen to you could love i might be falling for you and music it was sexy it
8: was passionate
3: make the perfect duet love
8: is like the ultimate prize or
4: will they leave this solo acts? The Bachelor presents Listen to Your Heart, Monday, April 13th on ABC. What is this show?
2: It's basically Bachelor and Idol mixed together. So they get these 20 singles, put them in the house together, who all their their common interest is music. So they got to team up and put together songs and perform in front of like former bachelor and bachelorette stars and like hopefully they hook up and hopefully they hook up that
4: is the worst thing for any band is the absolute best that is rule one in a band
2: no this is amazing news Set, (laughs) set a reminder in your calendar april 13th i cannot wait
4: did you watch any of the debate last night the democratic knuckleheads all going at each other ruining everything for everybody i did not no it's crazy, man. Michael Bloomberg paid four hundred million dollars of his own money to buy his way out of that stage. Four hundred million. Yeah, yeah. And he walked onto that stage, and I've never seen somebody get just beaten up so badly in public before. And he spent four hundred million dollars of his own money. <laughs> but for him, pennies. It was, it was awesome. It was so awesome. Oh my god, Elizabeth Warren just like just destroyed him. And then Everybody started talking about how they're all millionaires anyway, so who cares? Because they're going, well, (laughs) you're a billionaire. And he's like, man, we're all millionaires. And he's like, Bernie Sanders, you're a socialist who's a millionaire and owns three homes. And Bernie Sanders was like, everybody in Vermont has a summer home.
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so take
4: that. <laughs> like It was just the wildest display. Right, rich um, people going at each um, other about money? Uh, yeah, so it's just... It's like the regular... Like, that's so it, it's, so crazy. It's such a weird process to watch these people because one of them is going to have to go and try and defeat Donald Trump. I know. But it's such a, it's such a crazy process to just watch these people publicly destroy each other on the way to just being able to become that one person. And by that time, all you're doing is you're just giving your opponent every single bit of ammo that they need. Also, forgetting the fact that...
2: As millionaires, part of what it is you're trying to do is be relatable to the people who you want to vote for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which at that point, you can't.
4: But, you know, and Elizabeth Warren was like, hey, listen, what, like, we're going to trade your, you know, arrogant white billionaire for our arrogant white billionaire? You know, like, you're going to vote for Bloomberg? (laughs) Like, I don't know, man. The whole thing is a mess. And
0: now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha.
2: Hey, man, you there? Hello. Hi. Okay, it's Roz and Mocha. Uh, Welcome to the podcast Thank you Your name is what? Michael John Michael John Artega Okay, go yes. ahead What's your Good question, name, sir? name, man
3: uh, My question is for Ross Yeah It's like um, If you're gay And <laughs> single Would you date Maury Knowing him all these years? Listen, Jackass Okay, ass, first of all Great we, question
4: We answered this yeah. On the
3: last podcast
4: so, No, but the thing is he,
3: he, he just answered no But I didn't get a proper like you know explanation why you wouldn't date him
4: but the answer is just no, no you asked a question why so again ask your question what is your question that if i was gay and single would i date maury yes no is the answer why not that's a separate because- question call back on another podcast No, no, don't be like this he's on my side uh, yeah, but no,
5: Why do you care so much, Mori? You're a married man. I no, know, because I can't so go weird. through the rest of my life knowing
2: well, somebody...
3: Well, this uh, is like a hypothetical question that, like, you know...
4: You're very lucky that I even answered a hypothetical. Because if you know this show, I don't do hypotheticals, no. right? I don't, I don't, sort yes, of pl- yes. I don't, I don't play that game. Because as soon as you start playing hypotheticals, somebody's going to go, "Aha, gotcha!" And you're like, "Man, I'm just doing a hypothetical yeah. here, okay? Like you just asked me for a hypothetical, I'm giving you a hypothetical answer, <laughs> and then people tend to hold you to your answers they of take a it hypothetical." As truth thank you. And so I don't want to give myself that much exposure yeah. on Also, this show. you don't need
5: that audio living no, digitally no, forever. But now no, now I'm going to hold you to your no, and that's, no. that's just terrible.
4: What, in case of the day that I go gay and then hit on you, you're going to go, you already passed. <laughs> like, <laughs> on, on, on all, all of you, this. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> on all, no, yeah. but it
5: would be nice to be able to go through, because you're not gay. I get that. Yeah. I, I get it. No. So, do you, I though? get it. No. Do you,
2: though? No. I don't think he does. No, I
5: don't think
4: he does. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank Michael, are you you gay yes no i'm actually married oh, okay and, so sorry I mean, by the it, it way <laughs> you wouldn't know it's listening funny. to this show yeah
5: no but this is all hypothetically this question come from when
3: me and my best friend if we were gay would we date each other right and we we pretty much known each other for more than 24 years yeah and and like yeah you know what we'll get we'll give each other a shot if we were gay wow huh. you know i've yeah, never I'll had that
4: conversation that. with any of my friends
3: if, okay <laughs> I've
2: never Michael
4: I've never had that conversation yeah. with any of my friends like
2: how <laughs> how detailed or how many times have you guys had the discussion of if you two were gay that you would date each other
4: maybe two
3: Twice in this lifetime. Yeah. Okay. So and, twice. And, and what? Right. The,
4: and what did you decide on?
3: Um. We decided how we, how well we know each other. Yeah. And how 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 close we are, or so like
4: that. Right. Yeah. And so what? So you would you would date each other?
3: Yeah, we would date each other if we were gay.
4: I don't know how you get past that though. You know what I mean? Because I would just then, for from that moment on, after having that conversation, I would just feel sexual tension with my friend.
2: Yeah. Like, wouldn't you feel like what if there's you know intimacy problems or just problems with the relationship, then that would ruin your friendship that you've had for 24 years.
3: Well, no, if we have this, we believe we believe that if we have
4: this mutual agreement, I don't think there were going to be any issue on this. Oh no, because then listen, <laughs> any relationship that starts off with some sort of contract, we know that those never go bad. Oh <laughs> eh, well, yeah, that's never. That's yeah, good. Yeah, good. You should do that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so to answer your question again, and for the second podcast in a row. I have another question for Michael. Yes. So, your discussion with your friend
2: as to whether or not if the two of you were gay, like, are there any feelings there between either of you? Nope. Oh, okay. Have you ever tried to kiss? Nope. Oh, okay. Is he cute? Nope.
4: Who's better looking?
2: I guess he is, but you know. Oh he is. <laughs> oh, okay. Well like okay, So I'm did gonna... you talk about that though? Like who'd be who's like the more attractive one with,
3: between the two of you? Um well we like hey, hey bro, you look good, man. Then he will compliment me back. Yeah, you okay. look good too, man. What uh <laughs> what's his
4: what's what's his most attractive quality physically? For him? Yeah.
3: Most attractive quality, he knows how to
4: swing swoon women. No no no. Physically what's his most attractive quality?
3: Physically?
4: Yeah. His face. His face. What's what's makes his face so attractive?
3: He's uh, he's like kind of, he's a half Chinese, half Filipino, so that's oh, why yeah. he's really light, light skin and kind of thing. Yeah, exotic. And like, his smile is nice, yeah.
4: Yeah. Is you it, know,
3: there's a mix there.
4: Yeah, how are his lips? Pretty good. Yeah? yeah. Compa- <laughs> compared to what, though? Compared to mine, it sucks. Oh yeah, he's got. Oh, be- you yeah. have better lips. No, no, he has better. Oh, lips. Oh, he Friend has better, better lips than yeah, yours. Yeah, he oh, has
3: yeah, better. Yeah, lips. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. So what do you bring? He to the better re- smile. Okay, what do you bring to the relationship then?
3: Um, my good personality.
4: Yeah. Okay.
3: So
2: you have yeah. the personality. He's got the looks. I don't know, man. Yeah. It sounds like you guys are kind of made for each other.
4: It really does. Yeah. Well. Do you, do you not think you're good enough for him?
6: Um. <laughs>
3: I think I'm okay enough for him. Okay. Um,
4: yeah, like if you guys, um, if, but, you, if you guys were in a relationship, you uh, you know that people would be like, "Man, how did that guy get that guy?"
3: Even uh, even uh, for 24 years, he's um, he's in lost in for gay, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time he invite me to the party, yeah. hey, are he gay? <laughs> <laughs>
4: I love that you have this friendship. I love that you I love yeah. that you are that close with somebody in your life where you could have this sort of earnest conversation and and you've dissected yeah. everything down to how people would look at you if you were in that relationship. Yo. It's amazing. Yeah, we, it's amazing.
3: Yeah, that's how that's how we think. even my my wife was thinking asking me the same question, would you would you date your your best friend? Your
4: wife yeah. was asking you that? <laughs>
3: Yeah, my wife
2: was asking me that. I, I think know, a lo- okay. It
4: I do
3: like y'all are kind of attracted to
2: yeah, one another.
4: I, I think that people can tell, man.
3: Yeah, but but we are only best friends, and we're both straight. Yeah. He have a family. I'm. I have a family. You know. Okay. But it's That's good. But
4: thing. it's but it's good to have a backup. Yeah. Yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> you, hey, Michael.
2: Michael, one yes. quick thing. Do you have a Netflix account? Yes, I do. You ever watch Black Mirror? Not yet. I
3: haven't seen that
2: serious yet yeah okay, okay. what's the one you're thinking about Ross. fighting vipers yeah okay so go look for black mirror okay on okay. netflix and i believe okay. it's season three yeah episode okay. one and it stars anthony mackie and it's called fighting fighting vipers, fighting vipers i believe it is right no what's it called I, okay what oh, striking, striking vipers, vipers. Striking. striking vipers okay. thank it's you it's called okay. striking vipers okay michael okay we want you to watch that episode. Tell your best okay. friend to also watch that episode. Together.
4: Okay.
3: Oh,
2: brilliant. But okay, we share the,
4: we, we
3: the
6: <laughs> same
4: Netflix account. So, yeah. Oh,
6: my. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Sh-
4: season, okay. oh, season, season five, five season episode five. one, Striking Vikers. Okay,
2: hold on. So you and your best friend of 24 years,
3: yeah. you also yeah.
2: share a Netflix account? Yes.
4: Yes. <laughs> Hey, well, where's your wife? Plus. Where's your wife? Beside me. Oh, she oh. is. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to the whole thing, huh? Yes, she's what, laughing. What's her name? <laughs> she's giggling. What's her name? Honey. Honey. <laughs> Honey, is this something you're very much used to, their relationship? Yes. 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 Oh, okay. Yes, okay.
2: Okay, so Michael, here's what you're gonna do. You're going to invite your best friend over and the two (laughs) of you are going to fire up Netflix, look for uh, season five of Black Mirror episode one and the two of you are going to watch it together, okay?
4: Sure. Okay,
2: do that. And then we're going to follow up with you to find out how that experience was, okay?
3: Okay. All
4: right, right, buddy. Thanks so much. All right. Thank you. Later. I love that relationship, man. Wow. Wow. That is like, that's awesome.
2: (laughs) Um, Okay, what are we doing here? Hello. Hello. Um, um. Hi, this is
4: uh, Marcus.
2: Hi, Marcus. Nora, you're
4: literally in front of us right no, now. No. Wait, wait, let's just... Okay, sorry.
2: Hey, Marcus, where are you calling yeah.
4: from? I'm um, calling from Brampton.
2: Brampton, Ontario. Yeah.
5: yeah, my name is Marcus Prashad. Okay. Marcus
4: huh. Prashad. <laughs> All right. What up, I can't, I can't
2: wait to talk to Maury after to find out why he chose uh, that last name yes. <laughs> and location yeah. specifically.
4: Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's uh, what's? I have going a question up? for the podcast. Yeah, Marcus, go ahead. Uh, I've always wanted to know if Roz was gay and single. <laughs> yeah. Would he date Maury, knowing him all these years? Uh, uh, funny enough, this is now the third conversation we've had about this, uh, Marcus. Uh, the answer to that question is no.
2: Thank you very um, much for the call.
4: <laughs> you can sit back on your chair now, Maury.
2: Hey, Maury. Yeah, man. When you called in as Marcus, why Marcus Prashad from Brampton?
5: No, I, I sorry, I was out of the room. Did somebody call in? Excuse
4: me. <laughs> Dude, because listen, he's not good at, he's not good at like thinking on his feet. Okay, I know. He just, I know. Sometimes racist things come out or stereotypes <laughs> come out and like it's fine. I wouldn't say that's sorry, racist. That's miss, not racist. Did I, I miss the phone call? That's a big accusation. Care, care to answer? Answer what? Yeah, Listen, if you're trying to, okay, if you're trying to come up with, uh, I don't mean to stick up for Maury here, uh, and this is not flirting, by the way, Maury.
6: <laughs>
4: I don't know, it kind of looks like okay. flirting.
6: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Never mind that. Never mind. Patrick
2: asks, if yes. you could lose an inch off of your height in exchange for an extra inch on
5: your wiener, <laughs>
4: would you do it? Wow. <laughs> Absolutely.
5: <laughs> um,
2: uh, I mean, Like listen. an
5: inch in which way?
2: You, Roz, you got inches to give up, height-wise, because you're tall,
5: Yeah, right? What are you, 6'4"? 6'4". 6'4". Yeah. And if I've known anything about tall guys...
4: Yeah. Okay, so the question is, would you give up an inch of height for an inch of wiener? Jeez. Um, I don't... Listen... I don't. <laughs> okay. Stop flirting with Maury. I'm not flirting with Maury, but I don't even want Maury to. I don't even want to look at Maury when okay. I answer this. Yeah. Okay. I
2: know he's staring okay. at you pretty I, hard right I now. I know,
4: and I know that I'm 6'4", and I know that it just all makes sense. Everything else, but my answer to this is no. Really? No. All right. No. I just imagine. Would, would it happen yeah. at the
5: same time? Like, would you what? like? You would shrink and expand. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I would. Yeah. Of course you would. I mean you can never have too much. Never? That's
4: not true at all. <laughs> That's not true. It's not true. You need to hang it with more women. Oh. <laughs> no, seriously. Seriously. Uh, you listen, you'd be you'd be surprised. What about you, Mocha? Cause you got I mean, that would drop you down in height to what? Like like six, oh, shut up. You're so full like so you so Pretty full much of the it. same height. You're so full would of
2: it. Would I, you know, what? I yeah. would say yes. Yeah. I would like an extra inch of wieners. You would, <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> Wouldn't we all? Like an inch is like, that's that's, that's fairly substantial. Yeah. <laughs> it's fairly substantial. I, I, I would like that very much. You could use much. an extra inch. I would like that but here's very much. The, Thank but here's you. my question with that yeah. though, okay? Is oh, that is it if, like
5: going to look stitched on? No, no. Oh, God. No, no. <laughs> No, it would just it would question. just expand
4: naturally. Like it would, they're not going to add like a couple of washers on the bottom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it's not. It's not that, for, right? For, yeah, like, yeah. No, no. But I would say I would say this. Like, you're these this type type of question <clears throat> elicits a very sort of selfish response, and that is like for for what reason. When you, start, that when you start selfish. talking, you know, you start talking about it for you. No, but when you start talking about an extra inch, like that extra inch serves nobody any real purpose other than yourself to look at it. Right. Right? Yes. Yeah, but That's then it. so you walk
5: into the gym and everyone's like, oh, you look a little shorter and you're like, yeah, but I'm a little longer. Right, yeah, but nobody cares though.
2: <laughs> I don't notice people's height like that though.
4: No, I know. Like I would Ma- never if you were, notice. If you showed up an inch shorter, you think that we look at you that in depth that we're going to go, wow, you're looking a little shorter today? Yeah, you'd be like, are you Were you wearing your flats? No, 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 no. No, No, no it's not like a lady when they take their heels off. You're like, whoa, you're really short. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's shocking. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah shocking. it's shocking. There's
5: a difference of like three, four inches. It is. Right?
4: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so all ex- around the room, yes? No, I'm a no. Oh, you're a no? I'm a no. Why My are you man. a no? Why? Like why? Why? No, I but don't. why? Why do you think, Maury? No, I'm fine. I'm fine. Every. I'm happy with all my sizes. <laughs> okay. Like maybe I shrink my belly a little bit. I don't know. Right. Lose an inch of belly, gain an inch of wiener. Let me ask you this question. Let okay. me ask. Think let, if okay. If you
5: push in your belly, does it go up? Okay.
4: Let me let me ask you this question. So yeah. how tall how tall are you realistically? Because it eight. matters. It matters. Five Five, five eight. Eight. Maury. Five four. You're not five four. us say five, five seven. Six. let's no, say I've five seven. Said five six. Let's okay. Let's say five six. Okay. Would you, mm. if I told you that you would for the rest of your life, okay, never gain a pound and where you would start off is your vision of what your perfect body would look like. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So you'd never gain a pound no matter what you eat and you don't have to work out. And in your head, what you consider to be your what the perfect body would be for you. Okay. Okay. That is also the extra inch of wiener. Okay, so I'm giving you the perfect body, but you have to live the rest of your life at
5: 5'4". Yes, no problem. (sighs) I couldn't do it. No.
2: No, I couldn't do it. No, Why? No, that's just... Uh, <laughs> no offense to anybody 5'4 out yeah, there. Yeah.
5: That's too short. Too no way. Look at Frankie Munez. He's like a, the my perfect yeah, but he's body. He's famous,
4: though. He's famous.
5: I bro. know, but he's like slim. He's got a six pack. You think Frankie Munez has the perfect body? I've <laughs> never heard anybody say that before.
4: Yo,
2: Frankie <laughs> Muniz don't even say that
4: about himself. Right? I think. <laughs> I think, uh, I think...
2: Uh, <laughs> you think Malcolm in the Middle is the perfect
5: body yeah. out of everybody and, out there? And he's
4: short, so he's living what yeah, Roz is saying. I'll tell you what fame does to you, okay? So, yeah, Mal- uh, Malcolm in the Middle is like what? Like He's like 5'4", or something like that, yeah. right? We were out one night, and... Uh, we you were and at, Malcolm? We were at a club, and his people were with the people that I was with, and so we were all hanging out, right? And he's cool, like he's... Nice guy, everything else. Sort of shy, but he was having, I think he was having like a couple of drinks, whatever it was. And I watched Malcolm in the Middle go back into a VIP area throughout the night Mm -hmm. with at least three different women.
2: Oh, yeah? Yes. Did So do you want to change yes. your answer They Mocha? were they
4: were lined up for Malcolm in the middle. Really? Yeah.
2: Rinsing that Player. credit card. Yeah. Wow. Player.
4: Player. See? Super nice guy. Super yeah. nice guy. But when you're famous, it doesn't it doesn't matter, right? You can be five four and skinny and you know, not the sort of ideal what, you know, if you're checking boxes of what, you know, would give you the best chances with the most amount of people in this world that will find attractive. When you're famous, it doesn't matter. Hold None on, of that no. stuff matters. That's None not of true. that stuff matters. Frankie
5: Muniz is going back to the VIP with all those women. Danny DeVito, same height. Do you think he's going to the VIP with all those women?
4: When Danny DeVito was 22 and high on coke with everybody else in the 70s? Absolutely. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, but I'm... I'm... And I'm not saying Danny DeVito did, right? I'm just saying, okay... So anyway, James
2: Matthew has another, would you rather, yeah, would you rather eat the best food you've ever tasted for the rest of your life and live in a rundown shack or eat the worst food for the rest of your life and live in a mansion?
4: What's the worst food though? Like what I would consider to be the worst food. Yes.
5: Like is it food you hate? Like you'd have to eat zucchinis all the time. (laughs) <laughs> That's a food yes. you hate? Yeah. I can't Maury. stand zucchini. Yeah, so ah. for
4: more what's what are your three least favorite foods? Like what foods do you detest? Okay, zucchini, yeah. eggplant, and yeah. olives. That then that would be your only diet, but you could live in a giant mansion.
5: I'd rather live in the shack. You would. Okay. Huh? Does the shack like is there holes in the walls?
4: It's it's a terrible place just, to live. Yeah, it's, a, it's it's a shack. It's depressing, it's cold, it's a shack. but you
5: know that every meal is gonna taste amazing. Yes. I would rather live in the shack. I can't imagine hating the food and not wanting to eat,
4: but ooh, I have wainscoting. Right. I think I'm going to go with, uh, I, you have to go mansion, right?
2: Yeah. Like, I would yeah, give up good tasting food for a big ass house. Okay,
4: let me ask yeah, you this. Yeah. If you have
5: friends come over, they get to eat nice food in front oh, of you? the best food. Yeah. In that big kitchen
4: in the in the, in the mansion.
5: And you have to yeah. eat your eggplant and zucchini. Yes.
4: Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. what are you going to do? Like
2: invite yeah. your friends over yeah. to your shack and eat chicken wings? Yeah,
4: yeah. Like, like that's not fun. No, like for me it would be dry kale. Oh
2: gross. <laughs> yeah.
4: Like kale chips? No, just kale. kale. Like in just a bag. Kale, yeah. Just straight up kale in a bag. Oh. Um, beans, dry kale, beans, and porridge.
3: <laughs>
4: you know
2: like I, I don't mind porridge no. but I just wish it had a different name because no. the the word What do word... they call it? oatmeal? Oh Ugh. no but like the word porridge it's
4: so disgusting
2: It sounds disgusting. It's disgusting. I like I've, oatmeal I've though.
4: never eaten that. Do you no, know that never? No, it looks like vomit. My I whole just, life, oh, I've man. thought that it looks like vomit. And the idea morning. that somebody would put a spoon in that and put what's in that bowl in your That's mouth gross, to me thanks. makes me gag. You oh, know, in God. Big Brother, that, that is slop, is porridge. Yeah. It's no I, slop. No, but there's other things in it, though. Seriously?
5: Yeah, yeah I was yeah. told it's just porridge. Have you never had it? No, I was told. I, I only oh. was told it's porridge. No, it's not.
4: There's a lot of things in that.
5: So back to the question. So if I live in a mansion, yeah. I have to eat, can I cook the zucchini or anything? I Anything you want.
4: But no. it's always going to be the food that you hate.
5: I can't yeah. do
2: it. No. I could. I could get through yep. a meal I could with terrible, terrible food, yep. knowing that I live in a mansion. Yep, yep. I could. Yep, absolutely. No. 100%. Shack it up. All right. Uh, Celine asks if uh, our kids, Roz, Cruz and Roxy, mm. have ever met in person. The answer to that is no. No, they haven't, actually. Which is which weird. Is, yes, right? very.
4: Yeah, that actually makes you feel bad now that you say it out loud.
2: Well, we will get them together.
4: We will and yeah, see how that works You're right. Out. No, no, we should do that. Let's do that.
2: Amanda Costa. Here's her question. How many times have either of you encountered a starstruck fan? I was at Yorkdale Mall in Toronto last Friday and I saw Dammit Maury and I seriously think I was starstruck. I can't believe it.
5: You know, I remember this. Yeah. I saw them. And I... I I sort of made a beeline to the right cuz there's so many and they're all teenagers and yeah. I was scared. Yeah. And I thought they like, were going to like they're going to rob you? I thought they were going to like be like all roughhousey and stuff. Yeah. So I went into a, a candy store and just started spending all kinds of money just to sort of kill time and I thought if they see me buying stuff they'll Think like, oh, look at him, he's buying candy. But look at him be his money. <laughs> what
2: he's buying candy, like, you think that they <laughs> thought that you were buying candy for that? Like, and I was scared of Amanda
5: and her crew because there was like teenage boys and stuff, and I was just like, <laughs> oh no, scared of te- teenage boys and stuff. Oh no, <laughs> I thought they were gonna make fun of me. <laughs> You're a 41 year old man. I know, but I'm scared of teenagers. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. We thought yeah. they were gonna like push you around,
2: steal your milk money they were or your gonna, candy like, money?
5: Oh, Mr. Radio Guy. Oh, oh look at you. Like I thought I thought they were gonna like like make fun he and thought stuff. They were gonna bully you in the mall. <laughs>
6: <Yeah>. <laughs>
5: <laughs> so I went and spent forty dollars on chocolate. Forty
6: wow. bucks. <laughs> oh, you could
5: have bought like one chocolate bar. No, bro. but I had to look no. good in front of these people. Yeah, but his feelings were so hurt, right? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, mean. Eat the feelings away. <laughs> All those teenagers made me spend money. Bucks. Jeez, man. And they were oh, scary teenagers awesome. too, with backwards hats. That's awesome. <laughs>
2: no, I mean, I've met like people who are fans of the show, and they've been, mm-hmm. um, you know, nervous or whatever because mm-hmm. you listen to the show, mm-hmm. right? And it's a different experience than when you uh, when you meet face to face. But mm-hmm. usually, the conversation's fine. Right? Take a couple of minutes, chat with them. Mm
4: -hmm. I had a woman, Catherine, was like, oh my God. There was a woman who we walked by on the street one night and as we walked by, she sort of like saw me at the corner of her eye and we were like right next to each other and she walked by and screamed and then turned around and was like shaking she was yeah. like with her boyfriend yeah. like losing her mind and like couldn't say anything and then her boyfriend explained how much of a huge fan she was Aww, that's real and, then, nice, and then Catherine wound up taking the picture of uh, of me her and her uh, and her boyfriend uh, but no, it's fun. It's funny when you do meet people, and listen, I we've said this from the very beginning that you know it, it's the only reason why you do any of this is to is to have fans and to have people listen to the show and share yeah. their time and all this other stuff. And so I love meeting people, but I think that I give off a vibe of where I don't want to meet people. You and think that's, or you and, know. That, and that's not true. I I'm in a lot of situations where people will stare at you and not come up. Yeah. Right? Well it's because you sit cross like with your arms crossed. No, but I know I think that I give off a vibe that I don't want people to come up and say hi. <laughs> I really do. I think and I think that. And I don't know why that I don't know why that happened. Um, but I wish I wish I didn't give off that vibe. Well, because next I time would you actually notice, really love to talk to people. The next Smile time you notice
2: that somebody is a little standoffish, maybe, yeah. or like just standing off to the side and like uh, appears to be a little bit nervous. Approach them. Yeah. Hell no. Oh. <laughs>
4: <laughs> what am I, a loser? <laughs> what am I going to say? How do you? How does that play out? Hi, You're I saw so you. St- hi, I saw you staring at me.
2: Uh, yeah, I guess you can't say like, that. What do you do? Hey, I saw you staring at yeah. me. Do you want to hi?
4: Talk? You look like a big fan. <laughs> like I have to reverse engineer the whole conversation. Uh. Yeah, I guess Hi, you not. look like you've been listening to me your whole life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Like, all how right, does that well, even work? Stay standing yeah. there, all by nah, lonesome. I know, no, I know. No, but meeting fans is always... Do you remember? Um, it's always amazing. It's Do you remember we amazing.
5: hosted an event once and we were signing, we were all signing autographs and um, <laughs> I think I was drunk and I signed my name and I spelled it wrong. Oh, yeah. I've
4: seen you do that many times. I've
2: seen you do that around here <laughs> when yeah. you're sober
4: yeah. and working. Yeah, don't blame the alcohol, man.
6: <laughs>
4: Lack of education. Yeah. <laughs>
2: we'll end on this question from Stephanie McRae. Are you a beach or pool kind of person?
4: Mm. I love the beach. Can I Can I ask a question? Yes. Lake beach or ocean beach? Lake beach. Oh, God. Because to I me, there's a difference. don't know. To me, there's, there's a huge difference. Okay, out of
2: the two, which is your favorite?
4: Uh, I mean, out of the gate, I'm always pool. I'm 100% pool all the time. Yeah. I, I, am, I love a pool. I will always gravitate towards a pool. Um, but to me, there's a very big difference between Lake Beach and Ocean Beach. Uh, One salt water. If you've never been in salt water before, when that hits you in the face, it is like nothing you've ever experienced before. It it burns your eyes, it burns your nose, it burns your throat, burns your body. Everything. You have to to get used to salt water. Um, But I love the ocean. Yeah, and I like. I really, really do. I love the ocean. I'm just like drawn to drawn to the ocean. I don't feel that way about lakes.
0: You
5: should never go to the Dead Sea then you can if you go to the dead sea in israel you can actually float but it burns your ass does it like, like in it, what way Why? like it literally stings your ass what stings the salt there's so much salt you float but it yeah. hurts like it hurt like your Wait. your cheeks or your no no the the whole the hole. <laughs> Like, there's a warning sign. Might burn ass. Shut up.
2: <laughs> no, there's not.
5: Yes. You're such
2: a liar. When I was there in 1992.
4: Yeah. I'm going to no, look no, this up on. right now. <laughs> right on. I'm, okay. I'm looking it up, too. Hold on. Might burn ass. <laughs> Israel.
2: Okay. <laughs> sign. Sign. Okay. okay. What, what's the sign say?
5: Might burn ass. Okay. okay. Hold on. It does
2: not, it does say, not that. say that. It Sorry. Where? That. Where?
5: The Dead Sea. Dead so Sea. The Dead Sea. Uh, the might Dead sea burn ass. Uh,
2: warning sign about too much salt.
4: Okay, hold on here.
2: I found an image.
4: Okay, that here. That says danger, sinkholes. Do not enter. Okay. There is no such that. Listen to this. There is no such thing as swimming in the Dead Sea. When you sit your butt down in the water, it essentially, of course. Now they're asking me to pay for this website. As soon as I start reading. Man, it's like trying to watch pornography on a scrambled channel back in the day. I'm trying to read between all these.
2: Okay, I forgot. Okay, so the only warning (laughs) sign, I found one. Do not immerse your head. Do not splash water on yourself or others. Do not drink the seawater. If you swallow seawater, request help from the lifeguard or first aid provider. Uh consume drinking water frequently. Really? Yeah. Enter until you can squat, then lie back <laughs> g- gently. What's <laughs> a funny more. Squat. <laughs> uh, when possible, use a jetty to enter the water. Do not jump or dive into the water. So I don't see anything here about the salt, the amount of salt. I remember in the dead sea a sign or a pamphlet.
5: I remember something because I remember lying in there scared that my ass was on fire. <laughs>
2: yeah I don't see anything here more I'm
4: more. telling you no I don't, no, I don't see uh, if, maybe if anybody is I mean I've never been to Israel I've never been to the Dead Sea but I imagine it would like I imagine if are you sure maybe you didn't ha- oh god what what I was gonna say and again I'm not gonna I can't look at more when I say this are <laughs> okay. you sure you didn't have like a little cut back there or something ah! like that oh a fissure ah! like something like some sort of cut ah! that maybe burned a little bit more from the salt ah well, like they you, also you tell you,
5: don't go to the bathroom right before. No, no, no. Answer my question. Answer my question. Oh, no, I didn't, how, do, how do I know? I was 13.
4: Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't
2: think you really saw that sign. No. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Great, uh, great been... ending. Oh, great. <laughs> I'm so proud of this
5: podcast. Can we great end on ending. one more question? No, I gotta no, go. No, we're done. One quick question.
2: No, what is we, it? Can, we can answer. Can we ask the question on the next podcast? No, no,
5: I need to ask it right now. Okay, kay. go. If Roz was gay and single. Shut
2: okay, up. every week you'll see on Instagram, at kiss925, ask Roz and Mocha. That's where you ask your question. We'll get one of you to join us on a future episode
0: to ask your question on the phone, all right? Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by
1: Air Trans app. Catch the guys live.
0: Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On kiss925. kiss925.com.
1: Or download the kiss925 app.